We interrupt your special announcement to bring you this regularly scheduled programming. And then suddenly, this happened. Hey, it's Coolio if you don't know, and it is time for yet another episode of Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 in lovely downtown Halifax. It is actually quite nice out there. Um, I mean, considering that it's mid-December, it's not quite freezing, but we'll get to some more weather details uh, as the show progresses for now. Let us go take a look at what is new over at lowbiasgaming.net. And uh, what is new is that there's some snow on the front page. Um, there usually is only snow on the um, on the forum page, but with a little help from yours truly, we got a little snow on the every page of Low Bias Gaming because that's a nice thing to watch while you're trying to watch videos, isn't it? Anyway, that aside. I digress, let's take a look at the new videos and content that are available. Uh, including, for instance, two new episodes of Final Fantasy VII, um, as well as two new episodes of... Oh, excuse me, uh, of Kid Dracula. Uh, the rest of that series is now available. Uh, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yes, eight. Eight new episodes of Little King's Story. We're getting very close to the end if we're not there yet. Uh, there's a couple of those episodes were just added uh, very recently, like in the last probably hour or so. Uh, Scarlet brings us three new episodes of Fallout 4, as well as five new episodes of Blood, and three episodes of God of War Ghost of Sparta. We have three uh, soundtracks available on the site, including Mylan's Secret Castle, specifically the Game Boy version. Um, I think that's the Game Boy version. I'm pretty sure it is. Well, let's take a look and make sure. Why not? Yes, it is the Game Boy version. And uh, as well as the Mutant Virus and New Super Marissa Land, despite Marissa being misspelled, but what are, what are you going to do, I guess? And uh, yeah, that is what is going on over there. Plenty of stuff to check out if you so desire. And uh, why shouldn't you? That's some pretty good stuff going on sometimes. You just got to be present for it and uh, accept it as the present that it is. Oh, you see what I did there with those words? Well, I'm going to be throwing some more words at you over the next hour. This is Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax. So let's get to some music.
You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. That song was by Junichi Masuda, and it is the song from the Walkman stage, not associated with Sony's Walkman, from today's game, From the Archives. Candy needs your help. She's fallen fast asleep and may never wake up because she's trapped in her own dream. All her harmless dolls are suddenly out to get her, so who will rescue Candy? Someone must brave her wild nightmare world with 20 areas and 200 levels. This is Mendel Palace, which is a um, sort of an arcade type of game game. Developed by Game Freak, published by Hudson Soft, and released in 1990. It's kind of a neat type of game. Um, You basically flip panels that enemies are standing on, and if that enemy should hit the wall, they will explode in an explosion of explosions. Yes, those were fantastic words to describe it. And um, yeah, I have played a little bit of it for the Low Bias Monthly for May 2017. There's only one video, maybe I should come back and play some more of this. is actually a pretty neat game, I'm just not very good at it, so yeah, take it as you will. That is over on lowbiasgaming.net for your perusal if you so choose.
And that was Ode to London Transport from David Sugar from his album Fresh Off the Chip. And you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. And welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky. And as usual here, it is time for the news of the weird. Who would have thought? Um, So as previously mentioned, I am looking for something similar to news of the weird, but not news of the weird itself in that same sort of um, digest format. If you know of any uh, thing that you want to suggest... Uh, please do over on Twitter at SquareSim, S-Y-M. And I do not read these stories ahead of time, and some of these may not jive well with all audiences, and this segment is about 12 to 14 minutes long or so, so take that as you will. Our lead story for today, Giving Up the Ghost. In January, Amanda Sparrow-Large, 46, of Belfast, Ireland, stretched the May-December union to new lengths when she wed a 300-year-old ghost, uh, when she wed a 300-year-old ghost of a Haitian pirate, I wanted the big traditional wedding with the white dress. It was very important to me," she told the Irish Mirror. Large said that Jack, quote unquote, who was executed for thieving on the high seas, became known to her one night in 2014. Uh, when she felt the energy of a spirit next to her while lying in bed. Large has worked as a uh, Jack Sparrow of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies impersonator, and she believes her job opened the door for her spirit husband to reach out to her. Alas, the Mirror reported on December 8th, things didn't work out for the odd couple. I will explain all in due course, Large wrote on her social media, but for now, I want uh, all I want is to say is to be very careful when dabbing in spirituality. All I want to say is to be very careful when dabbling in spirituality. It's not something to mess with. Generally, you want to be kind of very careful about that. Then again, maybe she's just trying to be a large on social media. Who can say? Our next story is Scrooge. Yes, that was a terrible pun, and I don't apologize. Scrooge visited by Ghost of Lunch's Past. Hmm. The Cranston, Rhode Island, school district is taking its response to delinquent school lunch accounts up a notch, reported WJAR TV on December 6th. District COO Raymond Voto Jr. sent a letter to parents notifying them that a collection agency will be contacting those with lunch overdrafts starting on January 2nd and noted that the current deficit is almost $46,000. Wow. The district lunch program cannot continue to lose revenue, Voto wrote, because... Schools are all about revenue, I guess. The letter specified that students will continue to receive food regardless of whether their account is in arrears. Well, at least there's that. Families with unpaid charges of more than $20 will be notified by mail, which the district called a softer approach. $46,000, wow. 
still, I mean, it's... I'm sure that a lot of that $46,000 is probably from parents who can't really afford lunches. So, I don't know what you're expecting to get here. You're probably not going to get $46,000 back. I'm sorry, but that's not going to happen. Our next two stories, unclear on the concept. Dominic Breedlove, wonderful name, of Spring Hill, Florida, as opposed to Spring Hill Mobius. Yes, Sonic reference, deal with it. At least I'm not talking about the Sonic poster. But anyway, I can't show you the post. Well, I guess I can on Twitter. Look it up. It's a thing that's happening. Back to the news. Dominic Breedlove of Spring Hill, Florida, doomed his chances of landing a job at Kohl's on December 5th, reported Fox 13 News, by getting arrested for shoplifting after his interview. Breedlove uh, arrived for his appointment with Human Resources about 3.20 that afternoon, Hernando County Sheriff's deputy said, and afterwards stopped to browse in their shoe department. A loss prevention officer watching Breedlove told police the suspect went outside to his car, retrieved a Kohl's shopping bag, and returned to the store where he stashed two pairs of Nike athletic shoes worth $150 in the bag. Breedlove was, was charged with shoplifting, and the sheriff's office confirmed he was not hired. I should hope not. The employee discount is not 100%. Just telling you right up front. Our next story about unclear on the concept, a Michigan bank robber failed to appear at his sentencing hearing on December 6th in Macomb County Circuit Court because he was cooling his heels in Toledo, Ohio after being arrested in connection with another bank robbery. Hmm. Paul Carta, 45, pleaded guilty in October to robbing a bank in May in Utica, Michigan and was due in court on the 6th, Newsweek reported. But on the 5th, the Toledo Police Department said Carta uh, entered a Toledo bank and handed a clerk a note demanding money and warning that he was armed. The bank employee gave Carta an undisclosed amount of money and he fled the bank. Toledo police took him into custody 11 minutes later at a Taco Bell drive through nearby. He was held in Toledo on $50,000 bond. One would think if you're going to do a bad thing, take care of food first. You know, th this is one of those things where pre-celebration is probably warranted. But then again, don't go doing bad things. That's, no, that's not smart. You might think it is. It's not. I swear it. Our next story. Weird science. Weird science. Um, yes. Scientists are likening the strange occurrences of uh, the strange occurrence of eels getting stuck in monk seals' nostrils. Let me read that sentence again. Scientists are likening the strange occurrence of eels getting stuck in monk seals' nostrils to one of these teenage trends, according to the Washington Post. My brain is hurting trying to parse that. Um, hang on. Okay. Okay. 
Charles Littman, lead scientist of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's Hawaiian Monk Seal Research Program, posited one juvenile seal did this very stupid thing and now the others are trying to mimic it. But he and other scientists are stumped about the phenomenon. Hypotheses suggest that the eels jet up the nostrils as seals poke their faces into eels as hiding spots, or seals regurgitate the eels and they exit through the nose. Gross. Over the last two years, three or four incidences have been reported, all with good outcomes for the seals. No eels have survived. Oh, those crazy kids. What are you gonna do? Uh, just... You do you, I suppose. And in the animal kingdom, that goes double, I suppose. It's, we don't... It, it, let's keep on going, shall we? I'm just kind of painting myself into a circle, as I am wont to do. Sweet Revenge. Ted Pelkey of Westford, Vermont, has been battling the Westford Development Review Board for months over his proposal to erect a building on his property for his truck repair and monofilament recycling business. But he told WCAX News that the city keeps putting up barriers to the development, so Pelkey has instead installed a message to the board and the people of Westford, a giant sculpture of a fist with the middle finger raised. I think I might have seen that around, actually. It's very big. Everyone got the message, said Fairfax resident Carol Jordan. Pelkey, who spent $4,000 on the public rebuke, said he hopes the citizens of, well of Westford will take a, quote, really long look at the people who are running their town. In the meantime, the select board told uh, WCAX that because the sculpture is considered public art, they can take no action against it. Raise your fingers in triumph, Westford, Vermont. Oh, maybe not that one. That's... anyway. You do you. You do you. How about a little bit of bromance? Oh, that sounds... Fantastic, I think. Anthony Akers, 38, and the Richland, Washington Police Department embarked on an amusing meet-cute of law. Meet-cute? Yeah. That, that sounds like something very anime, but let's just keep going. Of, of uh, Law and Fugitive on November 28th, when the department posted a wanted photo of Akers on its Facebook page. Five hours after the posting, National Public Radio reported Akers responded with, Calm down, I'm gonna turn myself in. When Akers was a no-show, the department messaged him on the next day, Hey Anthony, we haven't seen you yet. O officers even offered him a ride, but Akers couldn't be bothered. Thank you, tying up a couple of loose ends since I probably will be in there for a month. He promised to surrender within 48 hours. When the weekend passed without any sign of Akers, uh, officers wrote, Is it us? We waited, but you didn't show. To, Aker, to which Akers replied, Dear RPD, it's not you, it's me. I obviously have commitment issues. P.S. You're beautiful. Finally, on December 4th, Akers arrived at the, the Richland Police Station, posting a selfie with the caption, Thank you, RPD, for letting me do this on my own. Aw, ain't love grand. I'll say. 
Well, I, I mean, at least he actually did turn himself in. Um, I wonder what he did. It actually doesn't... That's kind of atypical of um, News of the Weird. It doesn't actually say what exactly he's a fugitive of. Oh well. Important thing, all's well that ends well, I suppose. Uh, our next story, rather, around the bend. I don't know what that noise was, but it came out of my mouth, so now we have to live with it. Science teacher Margaret Gitzis... Oh boy. G-Singer? G-Singer. Let's go with G-Singer. G-I-E-S-Z-I-N-G-E-R. G-Singer, yes. If that's not it, then I apologize. Science teacher Mark Margaret G. Singer, 52, at University Prep University Pre Preparatory High School. Ah, these weird names are causing me to forget the English language. Uh, in Visalia, California, was captured on video chopping off students' hair with scissors on December 5th while loudly and incorrectly singing the Star Spangled Banner. The Visalia Times Delta described the video showing G. Singer uh, starting with a male student seated in a chair at the front of the room as she cuts portions of his hair and tosses them behind her. When she moved on to a female student, other teenagers started screaming and ran out of the classroom. Lily Gates, one of G. Singer's students, told the Times Delta the teacher is, quote, a loving and kind lady. She is usually all smiles and laughs. This is not the Miss G we know and love. After G. Singer's arrest on suspicion of felony child endangerment, the district notified uh, parents that she would not be returning to the classroom. Serenity now, insanity later. Unfortunately, sometimes that's how it goes. Our next story, ew. A man identified only as Leo uh, visiting Miami for Art Basel, a contemporary art show over the weekend of December 8th, got an unwelcome extra in his Uber Eats, Eats delivery. He had ordered some Japanese food using the app, but when the driver handed Leo his food bag, she took off running, Leo told WPLG-TV, which he thought was odd. Odder was that he found along with the food he had ordered, a pair of thigh-length underwear stained with what appeared to be human feces. Leo contacted Uber, the restaurant, and the police, but all three said they couldn't help him. Disgusting, unhelpful, it's potentially deadly, Leo told WPLG. Uber later said the driver had been removed from the app pending investigation and Leo was provided a full refund. Yeah, that would definitely qualify as ew it probably took care of his appetite though i know it would take care of mine and not for the right reasons and our last story for today the litigious society i could comment on that very title but i won't i'll let this story be the comment when stephen keys boarded a skywest flight in reno nevada on september 9th Mm, excuse me. He settled into his first class seat and reached to buckle his seatbelt. But when he raised the right armrest for better access, his right pinky finger became lodged in a small hole under the armrest, according to, to the lawsuit he filed against American Airlines and SkyWest on December 5th. 
Keyes tried repeatedly to remove his finger but could not and it remained stuck for nearly an hour until the flight landed and airline mechanics disassembled the armrest, reported City News Service. The spring mechanism applied intense pressure to the plaintiff's finger, immediately inflicting injury, swelling, and pain, the lawsuit read. Dozens of passengers became aware of Mr. Keyes' perilous condition, causing his dire situation to become a humiliating public spectacle. What's more, the injury, the, uh, the, uh, the, injury, the injury caused me to stop being able to speak. What's more, the injury left Mr. Keyes unable to drive and play with his children, causing severe emotional distress, according to the lawsuit. Skywest, citing ongoing litigation, would not comment on the suit. That is pretty unfortunate. I don't know if it would... I don't understand these whole, you know, emotional distress things. I I can understand it to a certain degree, but not for this. This is something that you're going to look back on like two or three years later and just laugh. Just take it for what it is and move on with your life. That's all I can say. Well, with that, let us move on to the weather for this week. It is currently 1 degree and mostly cloudy here in Halifax. Uh, tonight we are looking at partly cloudy skies and a low of 0 degrees. Uh, tomorrow, Saturday, December 15th, a few showers uh, and a high of plus 6 going down to a low of minus 5 and clearing skies at night. Sunday, December 16th, a uh, sunny day uh, and a high of 2 degrees going down to a low of minus 2 in cloudy periods at night. Monday, December 17th, periods of rain or snow and a high of plus 2 going down to a low of 0 and snow at night. Tuesday, December 18th, flurries and a high of 0 going down to a low of minus 5 and continuing flurries at night. Wednesday, December 19th, a mix of sun and cloud and a high of plus 2 going down to a low of minus 3 and cloudy periods at night. And Thursday, December 20th, cloudy skies and a high of plus 1 degree. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax.
That was Trash 80 with Last Dance With You from the album Thea. And you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. And welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky. I'm Coolio if you don't know, and it, it is time for Rapid Review Rampage! Yeah, I'm still working on the intro for that one. Um, so yeah, I decided to do a little something different. If anyone has watched the um, Ashen's channel on YouTube, he, he does these um, 10 reviews in 10 minutes uh, type of videos sometimes. And I thought, why not try it with my show? Well, you know, I'm not going to do exactly the same way because I don't exactly have uh, the whole 10 minutes to, to uh, work with this, but I have taken a list of games, physical games, in my collection, put them in a list, and I will be drawing one of these names, well, I'll be drawing two of the names at a time, and picking between one, I am not allowed to repick unless I have reviewed both of those games today. And we'll see how this goes. So I'm starting the. Let's see. Where's my Where's my timer? Okay. So, let us begin this thing now. Okay, Uniracers. That is the game for the Super Nintendo. Entertainment system by DMA Design, the same people who made um, Grand Theft Auto, oddly enough. And also Lemmings? At least one port of Lemmings. Uniracer itself, however, is a pretty nifty game. Um, it is basically a racing game involving unicycles. You get to do all sorts of uh, stunts such as you know twists, rolls, and other things in order to gain speed in races and also in order to gain points in the stunt tracks. It is a game that I spent a fair amount of time playing with my friends as a kid and it is something that I do enjoy and I haven't played it in a while. Maybe I should um, bring some of my friends along and uh, relive these old Uniracer times and have some fun with that and such. Uh, Final Fantasy 20th Anniversary. Uh, this is the uh, PSP version specifically that I own. Uh, obviously made by Square, published by Square Enix. Um, was it Square Enix at that time? I don't quite remember. But um, it's pretty much what it says on the tin. It's a um, remake of Final Fantasy, um, the original one. Uh, ported to the PSP, a couple of extra features are added because of course that's what Square Enix likes to do. They take old games and you know give them and give them a new paint job and um, put them out there again because apparently this is something that people buy. Um, overall, though, it is a pretty good port of the classic game. With uh, it's plays pretty solidly. I, I um I don't play directly off the disc or else I think it would run a lot slower as I remember the uh, PlayStation games doing when you access menus. But you know. Do what you gotta do. Gradius 3, that is a shooter game for the um, Super Nintendo by Konami, uh, following in the whole uh, Gradius 
um, lore, I suppose you could say. You pilot Vic Viper as you go along and um, kill things that are led by a brain um, that basically does nothing but stare at you at the end of the game. But the rest of the game is still pretty challenging. Um, Gradius 3 offers a fair amount of customizability, actually. Um, you have four um, preset weapon sets, or you can build your own, which is a pretty cool feature, I find. I don't know if that was in Gradius 2 or not, but it was definitely in Gradius 3. And um, yeah, uh, there's some bonus levels as well to find. And I have found a couple of them, but it might be worth revisiting at some point and finding more of them. I have not practiced this, by the way. Um, Donkey Kong Country Returns. Uh, that is a game for the Wii, um, made by, I think, Retro Studio? Um, not made by Rare, obviously, because you know they're pretty much second party to Microsoft at this point. But um, also, no Kremlins in this game, because those are owned by Rare. Uh, Diddy Kong, however, is owned by uh, Nintendo, so that's a thing to find out. Um, but yes, Donkey Kong Island is being threatened again by these masked Tiki dudes, which I forget the name of because, again, it's been a long time. Uh, and it is up to Donkey Kong to um, save the day. Um, there are a couple of levels that really kind of uh, made me angry, as I recall, playing through the game, but... Um, overall, pretty solid experience, I would have to say. Next game! Planet Puzzle League! That is a game for the DS, made by Intelligent Systems, and published by Nintendo. Um, it is basically your uh, classic Tetris Attack or Pokemon Puzzle League game, and uh, or Paneled Upon, if you do prefer to call it that, um, ported over to the uh, DS. And with the uh, touch controls, with the whole uh, stylus thing going on, it um, plays really well. Um, you can even uh, you know, set up your your um, active combos and chains a lot easier than you could in um, the original Paneled Upon or uh, Tetris Attack games. There are a couple of moves that aren't really possible anymore um, if you're using the stylus, but it's still super fun, and it's something that I do like to uh, pick up and play from time to time. There we go. Um, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Gates to Infinity. Um, that is a game by uh, Spike Chunsoft, if I'm not mistaken, because they pretty much do all of the Mystery Dungeon games. Uh, it is for the 3DS. And, um, I mean, it's basically Ch Spike Chunsoft's uh, mystery dungeon um, formula mixed with some Pokemon things so your Pokemon can only have you know four moves and um, you don't so much catch them as you defeat them and sometimes they offer to be friends with you and um, kind of a weird way of going about it but okay um, you can also go on um, certain missions to improve your um, homeland of paradise so if you're the uh, grinding mindset um, this is really quite an interesting game to get into it has a fair amount of, of uh, breadth to it next one uh, professor layton and the azran legacy uh, that is a game by level five and is for the 3ds it is uh, the fifth or the sixth 
Layton game, possibly the sixth. But um, it is a Professor Layton game, and I mean, one could one could surmise that uh, Pro- Professor Layton is you know kind of all samey, like it's always the same sort of thing. You have um, settle down, phone. You have your um, kind of uh, hidden object puzzle almost in trying to find uh, puzzles and hidden coins across the world. But um, the thing is, the puzzles are always have such a variety to them. And it's always, you know, worth going from latent to latent game. And this one has some really cool cutscenes, some really cool story to it. And it is something that I quite enjoyed playing. Uh, next game, uh, oh, which one of these two? Xenoblade Chronicles Cross, why not? I've already talked about it on this show. It's a game by Monolith Soft and it's uh, for the Wii U. Um, but I will take a minute to, to talk about it again because it, it is basically my entry point into Xenoblade Chronicles series. Um, although it is a little bit different from the mainline series from Xenoblade Chronicles 1 and 2. Uh, it feels a lot like a, um, you know, an MMO, uh, and I guess that's how I got pulled into it. Like, you don't have a whole lot of crafting stuff, but you do go from zone to zone, completing certain objectives, and, you know, they they thought of pretty much everything as far as I'm concerned. They used the um, Wii U gamepad really well for this game. And uh, I enjoyed it immensely and would love to play it again as a Let's Play. There we go. Oh boy, those are those are games. Uh, Feel the Magic XYXX. Uh, that is a game for the um, DS. I forget who makes it because it's been a very long time since I've played it. But um, it's basically your sort of um, minigame collection type thing. Um, where you're, you know, presented with a certain scenario, and sometimes you have to use your stylus in a certain way. Sometimes it's precision. Sometimes you have to, um, you know, not, not kind of jostle too much, or sometimes for one of them you have to basically yell at your th- at your DS, which isn't great, but um, overall it's kind of a cute experience. I uh, did play through it. I did. I, I would say I enjoyed it, but it's not really something that I, that I feel the need to revisit so much. Um, last one. Last one. Come on, let's go. Uh, well, speaking of WarioWare, WarioWare Incorporated Mega Party Games. Uh, that is the um, GameCube uh, port of the original Game Boy Advance game has pretty much all of the games from the the Game Boy Advance uh, version of it, but remixed in such a way that um, you can kind of get, you know, two or three players into it and really, um, and it makes for an interesting competition, at least. Um, I know back in college, I used to play this all the time with my um, classmates. It was it was a lot of fun, and it's something that I would really like to be able to do again. I just you know need to be able to find the group of people that um, would enjoy this sort of thing. I think, and uh, that that'll do it. Um, that's about all of the time that I have. Might be able to stick another one in, but it would really be kind of a time crunch, and I'm not going to worry too much about it. 
So, um, yeah, that was actually pretty fun to do. And I think I might do this again at some point in the near future. Um, it's something that, like, you don't have so much time to think about it. You just kind of feel what you want to say, and then you say it. And you don't keep droning on about the same game for um, 10 to 12 minutes, which that is fine too. Uh, it's something that I enjoy doing, but uh, I just did need to um, kind of present something. And I want to present something new in a new format, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let me know if you liked it or not over on Twitter at Square Sim. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax.
And that song was As New Dawn by Jeff the World from his album The Last Day. And that rounds off the hour for today for this week. But I shall return next week with some more stuff for y'all. And I hope that you will enjoy the stuff that I have for y'all. Um, I don't know why I'm saying y'all, but y'all come back, I suppose. <laughs> yes. So... Um, yeah, time to close this up, I believe. Square Wave Symphony is based on the format of the Electric Leftovers podcast by Jason Parton of Low Bias Gaming, lowbiasgaming.net. News of the Weird is written by the editors at Andrews McNeil Syndication, newsoftheweird.com. Segment music composed by Format, Madame Nimiki, Noriyuki Kamikura, Simon Weddington, Zandax, and Ensnare. Stay tuned for the Astrology Show coming up next on CKDU followed by The Witching Hour, Sun and Sea at 7pm and at 8.30 or I think 8 actually. Anything goes with CKDU Surprise. Comments, questions, want your tunes featured on the show? Email me at squaresim at lowbiasgaming.net or get in touch on Twitter at squaresim, S-Y-M. You can also call the CKDU feedback line at 902-494-8041. There's also a podcast version of this show, and it's available on lowbiasgaming.net slash squaresim, or just search for Square Wave Symphony, Square Wave is one word, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or TuneIn Radio, or wherever you find your podcasts. Maybe you find them on the moon. This has been Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. I'm Coolio if you don't know, and I'll see you guys next time. <laughs>